0: Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends, and what the hell is Flash Animation anyway? Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug and Missing, the Flash Animation flashback podcast, where we watch the Flash animations, webtoons, and shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days If you are, of course, I mean the early 2000s. I'm Paul Rebergen, with me is my co-host...
1: John Ward.
0: Alright, John, well, we're back at it again. Can you tell us what we're looking at today?
1: Okay, so today we're talking about the second three strong bad email segments from homestarrunner.com so that's strong bad email number uh, four five and six
0: All right I'm excited to get back into uh, some more strong bad emails always a good time Yep. should we do a quick reminder to anybody who's new what the strong bad email segment is
1: yeah it's basically uh, listeners were sending strong bad the character strong bad from the homestarrunner.com you know cartoons uh, emails. And he would respond to them on his uh, very old computers. Yep, that's that's pretty much that. Yep. So the first uh, one that we watched was Homestar Hair. I found this one very confusing. Yeah, so there was like an old Harry Harry. What was that called? Like the It's like a magnet with like metal dust on the inside of the box. Yeah, and, and you dragged around a pen or something and yeah you drag around a, a, beard. Like a stylus with a, a magnet on it to like yeah. drop the metal dust on specific parts of you know this guy's bald head and and that's what <laughs> this
0: is referencing uh
1: well there's also there was a flash cartoon game with it in the website uh, uh, okay well that homestar. makes
0: sense because uh, in case anybody hasn't clicked on the link to see what happens in this clip strongbred receives a drawing of um homestar runner
1: with real bad hair on Yep, it's pretty bad hair, and then he deletes that crap,
0: which I didn't. I didn't know was a system command you could actually use.
1: Yeah, apparently, apparently it is. Uh, and then he quickly just moves on to playing Temple of Apshai, which is like a dungeon role uh, a role-playing game developed and published by Automated Simulations in 1979, originating on the TRS-80 and the Commodore PET. This is, this is one of
0: those Homestar Runner jokes where I can never tell if it's referencing something from, like, the 80s or if it's just random bullshit, but this it one's real. Looked,
1: it, it is real, and it looked enough like an actual game. Like, there was, like, it, it looked enough like an actual game that I felt like I should Google it. I did not know off the top of my head that this game that came out nearly a decade before I was born, mm-hmm. uh, you know, existed. It's definitely a real thing.
0: I didn't get too many laughs out of this clip, though.
1: No, it was a weird clip. It's my least favorite out of the three. Uh, I think think it might have been more funny within context of the website at the time. Maybe?
0: (laughs) Maybe, but we are not going to go into the Wayback Machine to figure that one out.
1: Nope. All right, so we've got our second clip, which is called Making Out. And uh, basically, it's this listener uh, mails in saying that she is upset because her boyfriend won't make out with her because he's jealous of Strong Bad, and uh, she's even tried to put on Peter Frampton songs. Well, she really she references
0: trying the Peter Frampton thing as if that's a known make out artist.
1: I that that's and the thing I, I wouldn't have I, said so. Ne- I like make out artists I like like make out songs. I don't think of Peter Frampton right off the top of my head. But like do you have any like alternative suggestions Paul? Well, the first thing I've written down here
0: is The Mikado because nothing's hotter than the uh Gilbert and Sullivan <laughs> yep. operettas.
1: Absolutely. Other than that, uh maybe some White Snake? Yeah, White Snake, definitely White Snake. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Um those are my
0: two go-to, The Mikado and White Snake.
1: Yeah. Uh well, then there's also um it feels like a setup for a song right <laughs> no it, it absolutely does uh strong bad
0: says that he's actually the um make out rock king
1: yeah and he doesn't play and, us a song he and doesn't then play us his... then there's no song <laughs> yeah and it's kind of disappointing uh, yeah that was it it felt like almost like a joke about expectations to some extent except there was no highlighting of the like there was nobody like no crickets afterwards or nobody like waiting for him to do a song or commenting on it
0: yeah it it kind of makes you wonder whether or not they tried to record sort of a fart uh, rock
1: makeout album and
0: couldn't get anything together
1: no apparently not uh i mean they definitely there's definitely musical ensembles later on in the the cartoons but it is surprising that this one, despite the fact that it really is ending with Strangband going like, "No, I'm the king of makeout songs," and then no song. It really does feel like the whole segment is missing the punchline because yeah, of that. It like the first one made me feel like I was lost. This mm-hmm. one made me feel like they they were lost.
0: So it's kind of uh, nice that we're talking about a third one, which I think lands more as a joke.
1: Yes, I think it lands a little bit more. So basically, um, it's called Depresio. Depressio, yeah uh and uh the mailer uh the you know the listener or whatever i don't know fan uh sends an email telling strong uh, strong bad to tell strong sad that he's a dumb and creepy guy strong bad does this and we sort of like meet strong sad in the middle of writing a letter to the listener uh to to the the fan uh and uh, he's using black letter typeface, and mm-hmm. his, and he's drawn himself in a self-portrait, making it a little weird. Um, in the background, there are posters. In what I assume is Strong Sad's room, Boys Don't Cry by The Cure, and Some Kind of Wonderful. It's a John Hughes movie from uh, 1987. Did, did you ever have a cure phase? Uh, I like The Cure. I still like The Cure. I don't... Regularly listen to The Cure, but I, yeah, I had a Cure phase, probably. Yeah, well, I, that's I guess safe to say.
0: I guess what I'm getting at though was there ever a time you were really into The Cure? Because this seems like a a real sad band to be really into. Like, I also like The Cure. I listen to them from time to time. But yeah. I've never been like really into the Cure. It's like really being into Joy Division or something. It's like that's a yeah. rough time. And I work. feel like
1: I feel like being really into the Cure involves like an autobiography or like a biography that you pick up or something, or like mm. uh, yeah, you know, really like owning their albums on actual CDs, which I mm-hmm. never did. But I definitely there was definitely a phase where I would definitely listen to uh, specifically that album, <laughs> Boys Don't Cry, a few times over and over again. It, it's sure. just a lot of fun. I like the a lot of fun (laughs) well uh well i don't know it just speaks to a certain teen perspective i think that sort of works
0: no that's true Uh, there's two other things we should say about this sir depresio clip Uh, Mm -hmm. the first is that strong sad when he's told by strong bad that this guy thinks he's a dumb and creepy guy he really sadly tears the letter he was writing in half it's it's very very cute it's very good yeah Uh, but but also He's using a big tub of something just labelled school paste. School paste. <laughs> and it reminded me of something that I've I've thought before, which is that I never used paste in school. It was always Elmer's glue or a glue stick. Did I like age out
1: of paste? What paste. happened
0: with paste?
1: So paste is usually like a sort of organic compound like like a wheat paste is usually what it is. So it's sort of like what you might make um paper mache out of except nowadays you just make paper mache out of Elmer's glue. Um mm. but it's yeah, it's sort of like a safer, non-toxic, more edible sort of thing that is you know not really used anymore. Elmer's glue is so cheap, it doesn't really matter. Is
0: paste an effective bonding agent in the same way though?
1: No, no, not remotely. That's why that's another reason is because no. Glue sticks are less messy than all of them, and then Elmer's glue is way stronger than pretty much anything of comparable cost. So, you ever eat the paste? Uh, no, I have never eaten paste, even accidentally. I, I've eaten a lot of things, a lot of arts and school materials, accidentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, never paste. Never paste. No. I just feel
0: like I've never had the opportunity to eat paste. And I grew up watching <laughs> movies in which the kid was eating paste. I was like, where do, where do they find paste? Yeah, where
1: is the this is paste? I'm intrigued.
0: All right. Well, we've we've said the word paste enough that it now no longer holds any meaning <laughs> whatsoever. Yep. Is there anything else we should talk about from these clips before we get to the morals?
1: Well, so we do find out that the reason the clip is called Depressio is because uh, Strong Sad's email is depressio at homestarrunner.com. Which is funny, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny, especially since it almost looks like he's trying to get depression at HomestarRunner.com, but somebody's already got it, so he had to just, like, change that it slightly. yeah. That would be good. It would be better if it was Depression 2 or something, I don't know. Hmm. Um, But yeah, I think that's it. You got anything else to highlight?
0: Nothing else. Uh, I liked the third one. The first two were a little... They were weird. Maybe mishits, but that's okay.
1: Yep. So, we usually do morals, Paul. Uh... So I, I read uh, my moral of the story for this week's uh, you know trio here is some emails are better left unread because I felt really kind of disappointed with the first two. And then the third one is about how Strong Bad doesn't really want to read the email.
0: Yeah, that, that's a very common sense interpretation here. I like that.
1: Yep. How about you, my, Paul? You got a moral? My line? moral?
0: Yeah, it, it's more focused on the third clip, which is that you shouldn't assume that someone does not like you just because of how they act because maybe they do actually like you yeah maybe they are gonna send you a letter or maybe they just don't think about you one way or the other and that's okay too
1: yeah i do think that strong Sad is just always on like the edge of like falling into depression <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. his character trait yeah. so like just a gentle push from strong Bad. strong side should really think more about you know people's actions versus their meaning
0: well, and with that, thank you for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend, leave a review on iTunes, that kind of thing. You can also suggest to us what you'd like the next season to be about. We're still sorting that out, but we're more than happy to do Strong Bad emails for a while. They're always a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk more about Flash animation, you can at us on the various social media platforms at Plug and Missing, email us at plugandmissingpod at gmail.com, or check out plugandmissing.com for all kinds of other fun info. Do we have a link to any merch on plugandmissing.com? nope then never mind as always this episode was co-hosted by john warden paul reberg produced by john with music by me come back next week when we're gonna ask
1: you would you like to update flash we're glad
0: you could join us for just a little bit discussing flash animation and what the hell it is until next week we hope you're well please give us five stars on itunes